cartoonists are trying to show a thought, they draw a cloud. A cloud is air, and air like breath is at the very beginning of our faith story. When God breathes the world into being, so ideas can be filled with spirit, the very stuff, both light and dark. So here's an idea. What if God's first breath, which we could call the Holy Spirit, journeyed from God through and in creation and then particularly into Jesus' little baby Jesus taking his first breath in the cold night air. Love set him going like a fat gold watch and then that Jesus who lived and died and breathed his last and then that last breath, that Holy Spirit breath was held for 40 days and 40 nights and then breathed out again into the world as Pentecost fire and into our hearts so that we are now filled with the very breath that God breathed from the beginning. It's just an idea. God's breath breathed from Jesus on the cross, breathing his last and now in you. Breathe that. Do you remember holding your breath when you were little? Shall we try it? An average person breathes over 15,000 litres of air each day. When we breathe, what do we breathe? The sky. And what is the sky? The sky is a blanket of gas floating around the planet, a gas that we call the atmosphere. Actually, there isn't really a thing called the sky. What we call the sky is just a bit of the Earth's atmosphere that we can see from our viewpoint on Earth. And contrary to kids' drawings, it doesn't actually start somewhere up there above our heads and it doesn't really stop anywhere either. It just gets thinner and thinner as it gets further and further away from the surface of the earth. In Tony Kushner's epic play, Angels in America, he writes about the air. He writes, God, it's been years since I was on a plane. When we hit 35,000 feet, we'll have reached the tropopause, the great belt of calm air, as close as I'll ever get to the ozone. I dreamed we were there. The plane left the tropopause, the safe air, and attained the outer rim the ozone, which was ragged and torn, patches of it threadbare as old cheesecloth, and that was frightening. But then I saw something that only I could see because of my astonishing ability to see such things. Souls were rising, rising from the earth below, souls of the dead, of people who had perished from famine and from war, from the plague, and they floated up like skydivers in reverse. Limbs all akimbo, wheeling and spinning, and the soles of these departed joined hands clasped ankles and formed a web, a great net of souls, and the souls were three atom oxygen molecules of the stuff of ozone, and the outer rim absorbed them and was repaired. Nothing's lost forever. Nothing is lost on the breath of God, nothing is lost forever. 
We spoke of places where the air is thin a few weeks ago. Those places where we feel God's spirit close as our own breath. And in today's reading, we hear about how when Jesus took his last breath, everything that we had ever imagined that was getting in between us and God, everything that we have hidden behind a curtain of fear, that curtain, it was torn in two. And so there is only us, all together, us and God, breathing. Air. Everything needs it, bone, muscles, and even while it calls the earth its home, the soul. When my mother lay dying, we had a machine, it breathed for her. Air. Everything needs it, bone, muscles, and even while it calls the earth its home, the soul. And so the merciful noisy machine writes Mary Oliver, the poet, stands in our house, working away in its lung-like voice, and you are breathing patiently. It is a beautiful sound. It is your life. And as she died, we watched her breathing, as many of you have done with those you love, inhalation, exhalation, the terrible pause. The gap, the lacuna, and then... When we are growing in our mother's womb, the placenta helps the baby breathe while it is growing in the womb. Oxygen and carbon dioxide flow through the blood in the placenta. At birth, the baby's lungs are filled with fluid. They are not inflated. We are born in danger of drowning. Nobody heard him, the dead man, but still he lay moaning. I was too far out all my life and not waving, but drowning. These words were written by the poet Stevie Smith. She was a poet who lived her life as a secretary, publishing bits and pieces here and there, and whose desk drawer was opened after she died, and in it they found poem after poem. Nobody heard him, the dead man, but still he lay moaning. I was too far out all my life. And not waving, but drowning. Is that true for any of us here? How do we learn how to breathe? to breathe deeply and powerfully. Sometimes with babies it requires a shaking, an upside down wake up moment, breathe baby, breathe. Sometimes it requires a slap. Jesus and other prophets and activists and holy ones like him come as types of slaps to the sleeping face of the world. Wake up, they cry. Wake up. God is not the God of empire and tribe. We are more than our gender and our caste. We are more than our creed. Wake up. This week I was part of the climate emergency conference held by Darabin Council. There were lots of people there with worried faces. How can we wake up? The world, these faces silently said, how can we inspire, inspire from spirit? How can we wake up their sleeping spirits? How can we inspirit them? Spirit, holy spirit breath, ruach. In the beginning, God breathed out across the waters. This week, we have been watching Hurricane Florence, which has been zeroing in on the southeastern American states and scientists are warning that climate change is exacerbating the effect of these extreme weather events. Breathe with me now. In the beginning, God breathed over the face of the deep. Our story begins 
with breath. Today we hear the story of Jesus' last breath. But we know the story doesn't stop there, don't we? Don't we? His breath, some would say, is set free and comes back to his Holy Spirit, which we breathe in and fill our lungs and hearts, and so we become his breath incarnate again. There's an idea. The first breath and the last breath, why do we pay so much attention to these and so little attention to the ones in between? Each one so precious. Breathe with me.